Ladies and gentlemen, filmmakers and moviegoers alike, welcome to this critically casual, right time, wrong date. <laughs> I'm your host, Recuffs, and joining me as always is the amazing Dorky Dev. Uh, what's up, Dev? Uh, One of those kind of days, huh? Uh, mm. uh, I'll be honest though, watching these movies really wanted me made me want to watch Shaun of the Dead. Uh, <laughs> but uh, for now, I guess we'll just stick with uh, the movies we stuck to, and uh, we'll uh, get on with our uh, daily. Dull droning lives, right? Uh, Alright. Alright. So today <laughs> I called today's show because I'm so amazingly clever and original at all times. Um Zambies. I actually uh, called it, I actually called it Zambies, isn't that clever? Uh, <laughs> Thanks for agreeing with me. Man, I love this. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, we're talking uh, about <laughs> We're, we're talking about Dawn of the Dead 1978 and then Dawn of the Dead, the serious remake in 2004. And then we'll compare them and wrap everything up. And yeah, that's the show. Uh -huh. Any questions, anybody? Dev? Questions? Uh -huh. All right. Then, with that in mind, let's get ourselves started and start talking about the 1978 version of Dawn of the Dead. <laughs> Very informative. <laughs> so, have you been bit I went recently? further into that bit, bit longer than I expected? Yeah, I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, I liked it. <laughs> oh. So, right, so, um, real quick. Came out, um, it's the 78 version, but it came out May 24th, uh, 1979 in the U.S. Um, it was referred to the 78 version because I believe it released earlier elsewhere, right? Maybe? Italy. It released in okay. Italy in, uh, 78. So that's why it's, uh, referred to as that. Um, with a budget of... 650 estimated dollars um doesn't really give me box office for it uh but i could probably find it through box office mojo so um so really you want to my only complaint about and it's directed and written by george a romero um okay. only complaint i have only major complaint i have what's that this movie's long you know yeah it's two hours and seven minutes long <laughs> <laughs> it's long. <laughs> yeah. The, I'm surprised. You don't have more complaints? Like, I'm sure there's a lot of things we could complain about. I mean, it's a product of its time. Absolutely. Honestly, I, and part of me kind of enjoys this more than I do the new one. Really? Yeah, in its own little campy way. Because okay. it knows what it's trying to be. So it's just kind of having fun with it. Yeah, I was about to say, at some point, they kind of just say, fuck it, and just go all in on just zombies are not really that much of a menace. At least in this version of the movie. Um, yeah. 
But yeah, there's a lot of things that caught my attention. Though it is definitely a product of its times. Like one of the things that stood out to me the most, honestly, was the music. Um, it was definitely all like 1980s synth style music, which was early 80s, late 70s. Yeah, it was fine and all, but it made me feel like I was in a sci-fi adventure. And I don't really consider zombies sci-fi. They're definitely fiction, but are they science fiction? They're sort of science fiction. I'd say they're niche science fiction. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like their own kind of like niche group of science fiction, because like the science fiction of it is the fact that like some sort of disease or something has turned people into this. Okay. So I could see science fiction being a part of it, but I wouldn't consider it science fiction in the sense of like a Back to the Future, Star Wars, Star Trek, Mm -hmm. a Dune, stuff like that. Yeah. This is definitely not that, that's for sure. And um, I actually have a lot of notes, specifically just about the sound mixing in this movie. Like, the music, I felt, was a little out of place, but it worked fine. But beyond that, the music itself was always way too loud. Like, Agreed. There were many times where you could barely hear the voices, and the voices would be, like, yelling at each other. And it's like, how do we need to do this? What? I can't hear you over the synthesizer. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, um, yeah, yeah, I can agree with that. And then the other thing about the sound that I didn't enjoy about this movie either was they never had a sound for physical things happening. Like if a zombie got stabbed or somebody was like punched, there was a close up on it, but there was never like a sound effect with it. It was just silence. And, that is also true. Yeah. So those that oh that caught my eye, and that was just sound stuff. I like. There's definitely talk that I could do about the racism in this movie, but that's. But I think that's one of the underlining like things that this movie was trying to address, right? If I remember, like my, is it, it was it trying to address that, or was it just because that was the time? This and so it became underlining because of the time. I don't remember my history on this movie super well. This movie, it's kind of both, honestly. It's like, this movie is exploitative of people of color, for sure. Um, But it's because at the time, people were afraid of people of color. So, it's like, it. it's weird. Because it's not necessarily a, an exploitation film. Or it's, but it, and it's, but it's not also at the same time doing any good for this, for the movie or the people who are in the movie. Like the the beginning, like for instance, the the be- very beginning of this movie starts with people in like black and brown face, and then all of the early zombies are all African Americans. Yeah, every single one of them. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, and then like don't get me wrong though, because the origin of zombies. This is actually something I wanted to talk about. The origins of zombie actually do come from voodoo origins, which is something that is talked about in this movie. Um, but that's part of the thing that I was disappointed by too, because they talk about the zo- the voodoo origins of zombies from the one black character who's like, "Yeah, my grandfather was into voodoo," and it's like that's just a stereotype, man. <clears throat> because he's a person of color, his grandfather did voodoo, and yeah, it's. That stuff stuck out to me. Uh, But if we get past that as well, the next thing that stuck out to me with this movie is the fact that there isn't really a plot. 
<laughs> a bunch you know, of stuff I think that's happens. My other problem, I think that's why I have the issue with it being too long, is because there's such there's a middle part where nothing is happening, mm -hmm. and that could just get cut. Oh yeah, there's a whole bunch of stuff that could get cut from this movie. This movie could be thirty minutes shorter and be a lot better. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Especially too, because it comes down to like the some of the ending sequences with like the the raiders. That whole like. That whole clown sequence really is what it, it felt like a whole, like we were watching a circus is what it felt like. Yeah. And especially when they started doing the, I was like, oh, really? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. And then the worst part about that. I recreated that pretty damn well. And the worst part about that too is that song actually kind of follows through a lot of zombie tropes going on. Like after I watched this movie, I watched a whole bunch of other zombie movies because I just, I just had to, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah, I know you. Yeah. So I watched the Dawn of the Dead. I watched the Day of the Dead. I watched Land of the Dead. Like, uh, there, there's a couple of others that I can't remember at the moment, but a bunch of those movies make references to Dawn of the Dead movie, as well as just have segments of one of them. And I'm like, no, this is not belong in a zombie movie. <laughs> but it does, Steven. It's part of the archetype now. It does, yes. It's very campy. <laughs> uh, additionally, the one last thing that I want to complain about when it comes to this movie is the makeup. Oh, wait. 28 Days Later had that issue, too. Which uh, what what issue? Sorry. Da, 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 da. I think it we, did. We yeah. We had that issue with that too because it was that whole like the drive thing. Mm -hmm. They were like, this whole drive needs to be cut. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> is happening. I didn't even realize that. Yeah. No. This this created the archetype of, of that. This movie created the archetype of every zombie movie afterwards. Like, look, watching this movie, I was like, okay, 28 Days Later, Zombieland, Shaun of the Dead. Like, those are just popular movies that I could think of that were directly, like, they, this directly could have inspired. Yeah. And then I wanted to watch all of those movies. I actually think I did watch Zombieland. <laughs> I watched a lot of zombie movies. I like zombies. And I hate them. Yeah, we and I know. Like them. <laughs> zombie. Mm hmm uh let's see there's some things that i did enjoy about this movie too like um i enjoyed some of the setups that they had like they did a mannequin setup where one of the guys sees a mannequin and it's a mannequin and he gets scared by it and then like 30 minutes later he's walking by and then the mannequin's a zombie the second time it's like ooh, that's cool um let's see other words like, there's not really much else I want to say about this movie because that's really just it. This, It's definitely a product of its time. There's yeah. racism. There's misogyny in here, especially when it comes to, like, your main character, which I'm disappointed because his name is Steven and he's an asshole. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> You're not wrong. Mm -hmm. Good thing I'm not that Steven. And I'm this Steven. He's only sometimes an asshole. <laughs> little did he know he wasn't just a little bit of an asshole <laughs> it's like it's like that meme where it's i'm the front astronaut looking down at the earth and steven's always an asshole i'm always an asshole always have been <laughs> <laughs>
Always have been. It's me behind you. Always have been. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Um, but then this movie does a whole bunch of other stuff that I just felt really out of place the whole time. Like for the semi sequence, there's no explanation why they decided to start moving the semis, but then they do. And it makes sense after they do it. But when they're doing it, there's like, why are we doing this? You're just wanting to put intention in this movie? Okay. Well, no, they, they kind of explain it beforehand. I'll defend it. That I'll defend that. All right. They say, like, yeah, we can move, we move those trucks that we saw on our way over here. We can uh, block the entrances. So they do say that, but it's like a one line. Yeah, it's one line, but it's not right before they do it either. It's like 20 minutes before they do it. And then they're they like, talk about that they're going to do it. Mm-hmm. Then there's a discussion of why, um, um, why, uh, Francine needs to stay inside. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's the, all right, let's get to the roof. All right, let's get the copper. All right, let's go get the trucks. All right, let's now get the trucks back and forth, back and forth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just takes a bit. It takes a long bit. I don't know. This movie's like back and forth with me. Like if I liked it more or less than the other one. Okay. I could say without a doubt that I like the other one better myself. <laughs> I mean, that's fair, but it's a more modern interpretation. I don't, yeah. I'm not going to lie. I don't really care for either of these on this recent rewatch. Okay. Like upon rewatch, like I didn't really like either of them. Okay. Because there's better zombie stuff out there. That's not wrong. For instance, the 1982 Day of the Dead movie was pretty good. <laughs> or I could just watch the first two se- like like some of the good seasons of Walking Dead. I could watch like That's, watch yeah. I Zombie. I Zombie? Mm, that one's not bad, yeah. Listen, <laughs> I Zombie's great. Fuck you. I mean, I Zombie. Why the hell? She. <sighs> it's just weird that she's like. I can see the memories of the people's brains I eat. It's a comic book based with zombies. <laughs> Look off. They have powers. Deal with it. Vampires have powers, not zombies. <laughs> These zombies have powers. Resident Evil zombies have powers. Resident like, Evil zombies are mutated pieces of shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you should know that from firsthand experience since I'm still waiting for you to finish that game. <laughs> so um is there anything else in this first movie that we want to talk about or are we good to switch on to the next one i'm going to switch on to the next one all right so dev uh, here's your popcorn kernels how many are you going to give to the 1978 version of day of the dead honestly i might just give it five 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 yeah it's just very middle of the road for me okay so i was actually going to give it a six. Oh. Mm-hmm. 6.5 or 5.5. Yep, 5.5. 5. 5. It's just because I like it. Like, don't get me wrong. It's definitely not something I'll show to other people. Like, I watched this movie growing up, and they're like, why are you not more racist? <laughs> you could just say where you grew up. That's true. So, all right, let's move on. Let's start talking about, uh, did I really do a typo? That's disappointing. <laughs> the Dawn of the Dead from the 2004 I accidentally put a nine for some reason. Three thousand nine. <laughs> okay, you know what you could do? You could just add a, uh, just create a text. 
Put a four over it. Yeah, I'll just yeah, just yeah, four. <laughs> you can do it real quick. You just uh, cause you're gonna add a text to your um, to uh the OBS uh scene. Uh, add text. Add text. Listen, this gives me time to change something that I forgot to change after the show or okay. or oh. this week. Cause I did show off your uh what you did by the way, the thing that you made. Oh, the opening graphic. Ah, come yeah. on. Or not the opening graphic. The um. The um the list of movies. Oh, nice. Because oh, yeah. the reason I did that was just because hey, we didn't know well, if we were gonna pull off another show this week. Yes. Um, understandable. <laughs> so I showed it off then. Um, I have got him. Like, and it, it, before anyone's like, oh, you didn't think Steven, you guys would be able to pull it off? <laughs> no, because there was a moment where <laughs> Steven's power was off for twenty four hours. And our his work week is extremely different than my work week. So trying to schedule this podcast on another day is hard. Yeah. So there was a part of me that was like, dude, I was dude, literally two o'clock today sitting here. Movie had just finished. Got a call from my boss being like, hey, you want to come into work? It's like, are you kidding me? (laughs) You said I had the day off. It's been most of the day. And now you want me to come into work? I have a podcast tonight. I need to finish this movie. I've got other things I need to do. No. <laughs> Not today, thank you. Sorry. <laughs> All right, it's submitted and it's below now. So All right. there we go. I did the thing. Yay, the thing has been done. We actually changed the graph. It took a whole year for oh, me to do it. A whole year. But I did it. <laughs> oh, we fucking suck sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I fucking love it. You have no idea. The fact that that graphic has been since last Thanksgiving just tickled me for so long. Yeah, I stared at it and I was like, that's just the epitome of my laziness right there. It's a monument to me being a lazy asshole. (laughs) I should do something about it. But uh, so the one year anniversary, like a good idea. (laughs) I'm cool with it taking that long because it's a funny joke now. Yeah. And now we'll leave it for another year. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Um, Dawn of the Dead, uh, 20, uh, 2004. Um, I love the text, by the way. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> Just um, thrown over the top. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this was actually, I didn't realize who all was actually attached to this. Oh. Because, um, I mean, it's got George A. Romero mm-hmm. um, as one of the writers, but also James Gunn did the screenplay. Mm-hmm. And Zack Snyder did the directing. Mm hmm. I didn't realize that they were attached to this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of interesting. I love um, it. <laughs> I'm ex- like this part of the news that I'm excited to talk about too. So it's just it's such a weird mashup of people that I didn't expect to be attached to this. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the only horror film Zack Snyder has ever done, and I could see it. It's definitely got some slow mo moments where I'm like, oh yeah, this is. Now, like, replaying in my head, I'm like, yeah, that's Zack Snyder. Because mm-hmm. um, it, it released on March 19th of 2004 with a budget, let me scroll down here, of $26,000, opening U.S. Uh, weekend, $26,000, or $26 million, sorry, $26 million for budget, $26 million for opening U.S., 59 for U.S. gross, and then uh, $100 million for uh, worldwide. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it, it did four times its budget, roughly. Um which is pretty good. A uh, little under four times. So, I mean, it made its money back then some. Mm-hmm. So, 
Not bad. Um, I do have to say I have to dock a point. Why is that? Yeah, I'm going to stay consistent with why I docked a point on uh, Freddy versus Jason. Hmm. There is a un an unnecessary F slur. Ah. Uh, That's a point dock. Okay. For me. Um, but, because it's consistency. And, like, to, uh, for, for people to understand why I'm doing that, it's because there's a way to write that in where the story is more centered around someone dealing with the trials and tribulations of being someone in the LGBTQ community. Mm -hmm. Instead of just being thrown in there as an insult. Mm -hmm. And this is one of those movies that just throws it in to be an insult. Right for early 2000s. Yay. Right. So, docking a point for that. Other than that, I do enjoy this movie in a lot of ways, but at the same time, there's a lot of this movie that I'm just like, man, it's either nothing is happening mm -hmm. or everything is happening. Yeah, they they do in moments have mo where they're sitting there and it's just discussion, where they're trying to build the stakes with the character development in between. But ultimately, a lot of the character development doesn't even matter. Um especially when it comes to the end of the movie what ends, what ends up happening. Um yeah. I'm surprised you're not going to dock at points for some of the terrible CG in this movie. Like it's consistent. That's true. It's consistent through the whole movie. The worst is the fire. Yes. Fire, fire in this is awful. The fire going off is awful. Um especially when they do the big explosions. Watching it. Yes. Mm -hmm. I remember before rewatching this this time how bad that fire was. Mhm. Mm I'm like, oh yeah, this is this is gonna have some bad fire at some point. I can't remember where it is, but I'll know. And the propane thing happens. I'm like, oh, this is the part where I see the bad fire. Oh, yeah, it's just like, oh yeah, it's just, <laughs> there's no need to explain it. It's just really bad. Um, additional things that caught my attention that were bad were like uh, an, a car crash early on, where a van like T-bones another car. You can very clearly that's all CG. Oh, I didn't even notice that that was CG. I'm really? not gonna lie, so I wasn't focused on it. Oh, okay. It's background, so. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's it's radio as it's dollying in on the car. Oh, that's... that one. Yeah. Okay. Okay, that one. I thought you were meaning one, like, behind that. No. Um, like, behind the, uh, like, when she's leaving the neighborhood. Mm -hmm. That's what I, uh, when I thought you that was. I wasn't realizing you were talking about the one where it goes into the gas station and uh, blows up that. Mm -hmm. That one was bad. Yes. <laughs> but, like, that whole effect is bad. So, again, it's just consistency. It's bad. So, it's bad. Yeah. Um, so I can block it out. Uh, other things that really that I didn't enjoy about this movie was the overuse of the close-up slow motion. Like we didn't need it to see a cartridge fall on the ground. We, yeah. yeah, we didn't need a hero pose slow motion. Um, there's so many of those too. It feels like there are. There's, there's so many of the yeah slow mo. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, it's a hundred percent. There's a lot of that stuff. Um, and then there's a lot of random, like, he likes to scare people by, like, I'm throwing my keys on the ground, and the keys are really loud because it's a close-up of just keys. <laughs> oh, ow, my ears are bleeding. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I don't think there was any scares in this for me, though, because jump scares don't really get me, so. No. Um, yeah, I wouldn't really call this movie scary, but I thought I definitely was very much entertained. Like... 
I was sitting here like, ooh, I know what's happening. Ooh, this fight's so cool. <laughs> especially because they do. Again, this is your this is your film though. This is your kind of movie. Yeah, especially because they do things that I really enjoy, like the like the progression of both Luda and, and her storyline, as well as just the zombies in general. How in the beginning they're you know normal humans, and by the end they're gray and falling apart, and because it just shows the progression of time in their world, and. But then there's also dumb things that I don't enjoy, like character decisions, like, hey, I have a metal crowbar. You know what I need? A wooden mallet instead. That's going to kill some zombies. Jesus Christ. Forgot about that, and I'm like, bro, what yeah, are no. you doing? Yeah. It's like, okay, sure, you're going to die, but whatever. <laughs> I mean, he didn't. Like, but... if it was a bat, sure. No. Yes. But a croquet mallet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got a mallet. It's fine. I'm going to win. Um, as well as the kill mobiles, as I call them. Like, those things. I love those. Okay, that's one of my... Those machines are fucking... Me and my friends have always joked that, like, we would buy a bus and trick it out just like that for the apocalypse. Like, I like it. And, I, like, it's definitely part of the reason why I will watch this movie again and again and again. Because this this is, like, the casual me who's just, like... Oh my goodness, I love this. It's so silly and dumb. It's perfect. Like, this, I'm assuming this is how you react when you watch a, a Need for Speed movie. <laughs> oh, yeah, probably. <laughs> this is probably exactly how I react to those. Because, like, again, it, for me, it's just the, the brain turns off and I'm like, I'm just going to enjoy this. Mm -hmm. and that's what I did. I'm not surprised because this is definitely more your wheelhouse, though. It's horror. Yeah. Well, action's more my wheelhouse. I don't know. It's just, like, there's certain things that, like, I liked more in the other one. Like, I guess, like, there's a style to the other one that I like more, if that makes sense. A style? The campiness like, behind it? Yeah, I think the campiness, like, that I kind of enjoy more, but at the same time, there's stuff in this that are just better. Like, it's just better written. Mm -hmm. Um, It feels like the people are more real in a lot of ways, but at the same time, Sometimes in no ways. Mm -hmm. like, like, who would start a chainsaw looking at someone? He wasn't looking burn. at her. He was about to face it out the way. But no, I understand. <laughs> that part always fucking gets me. I love their practicality, too. Like, every single one of the things, like the blood spiders, was real. They would use dummies. They'd put little gel packs. Like, they'd spear people, and it'd go through their heads, and it was real fake blood. They made a mannequin of her that they split and cut over with. and It's still not discussed how he dies in that scene. Uh, yeah, it's not. He just manages to be dead. So I, I was confused Maybe about that, too. Maybe hits his head. That's the only thing I can think of is he hits his head as the bus tumbles. Yeah, that's the... I mean, it was a pretty major accident. So. But the roll, it doesn't roll. It just falls over, and he's on that side, so he's not going to fall super far. Mm -hmm. That's my thought process. Though. I don't know. It's a weird scene. Mm-hmm. They just needed less people on the boat. <laughs> Rock the boat. Rock the boat, baby. Um, and then still other characters' decisions, like chasing after a fucking dog. Oh my god. Mm -hmm. I hate that. Yeah, that made me really I mad. I still hate that. Don't get me wrong. I love my animals. But I don't think I would intentionally leave a safe place to go get my dog back. 
Well, the fact of the matter is the dog made it all the way there. So the dog's fine. You yeah. know the dog's going to be fine. Mm -hmm. The dog made it from point A to point B without being attacked. Mm. It's good. Yeah. But she has to have her dog. You can go get the dog later because you have to go there to get the guns. Mm -hmm. So, like, you're going to go there anyways. Just <laughs> go there when you're going to go there at that point. You already know the, you already know the dude's dead. So just go there later. Pick him up whenever. Pick up Chip. Yeah. He'll probably Chip survive. Be fine. Yeah, he'll survive for like a day or two without food. He'll eat the zombie. Dog. <coughs> oh, it's just, it's one of those weird things that just doesn't seem smart. I don't know. There's some bad writing, but I think the bad writing in this is better than the bad writing in the other one. Mm -hmm. But I think the, like, I think there's the campiness of the other one is what I kind of like about it more. I hear you. Honestly, overall, I probably would say this one's better. But I think there's a, like, goofiness to the other one that I kind of enjoy in a weird way. Because you don't see that a lot. I hear you. I probably wouldn't make a zombie film like the original Dawn of the Dead. No. I mean, unless I was intending to make a horror comedy. But I still don't think I would do that. <laughs> And one other complaint I actually have about this movie is a lot of, like, fast things happen in the action. Like, uh, what ends up happening to Michael towards the end of the movie. It's almost like, like, it's very hard to see what happened to him and why he made his decision. It's like they had to show his arm afterwards, I guess, to make it understandable. Well, I mean, it's kind of shown that, like, something gets here. Mm-hmm. And then they do that cut where he looks at it, but he doesn't show it yet. It's very quick. And you see him do this. Hmm. Honestly, he should have been the one to do the the save at the bus mm -hmm. while Terry gets away. Or not Terry. Uh, CJ. CJ. I agree with you. If he knew he was going to stay behind, he should have stayed behind sooner. Yes. Oh, another character decision. Just for the dramatics at the end, you know? Like, what that's, how that scene should have played out is CJ and him being the last ones there and him being like, CJ, go. I've been bit. I'll hold him off. Mm -hmm. CJ goes, um, and as he's going over there, uh, Anna's like, where's, uh, where's, where's Michael? He's been bit. We need to go. Get on the, bo the boat, and they leave. Mm -hmm. Done. End movie. Um, I do appreciate the short credits at the end. Absolutely. Because um, they work the because they do an opening credits, which for the two thousands isn't common. Um, no, they stopped doing that a long time ago. So they do an opening credits where it actually plays into the movie some, in a way. It 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 just discusses what's going on in the world essentially. Yeah. While Anna's knocked the fuck out, even though um, she's only knocked out for like. An hour, maybe at most. Maybe know. at most. Because um, there were zombies right where she was knocked off, but she survived in the woods by herself. Well, the door out. was closed. Was it? Yeah. <laughs> I think. I bought it, so it's on our thing. You could check. Yeah, we could. If, if you want to check me on that, I think the door was closed, though. I'll double check, but I don't think it was. It doesn't take long. There might be a little zombie yelling in the background while I set this up. Um, you can just mute it. 
<laughs> yeah, but it saves us a couple of DMC, bro. We gotta do with DMC like now. Um, I don't think we're big enough to have. To. I'm just kidding, <laughs> dude. Don't even tempt fate. I swear to fuck. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, I don't know. It's just like I, I don't mind that working. It just, but it does do news dump is news dump, and this movie does news dump is news dump a lot, a lot. Um, so that's always kind of annoying. It's the worst way for exposition. So. I th it looks like the door was closed. However, the driver's side window is shattered. So there's nothing. Okay, so we're both right. <laughs> In the sense that you're right that she was exposed, but I'm right that the door is well, closed. Well, actually, it doesn't show her opening the door. So the door's opened? Yeah, let me, hang on, I'll throw it up here. Um, Going over to the news with a view. Oh, uh huh. So if you you could see here, um, officer, uh, your honor, this is the view that we see of her when she first gets out of the vehicle, or when we first see her in the vehicle. You can tell that there's no glass obscuring her. And then when you jump ahead, uh, you can see that the markings here. It kind of looks like where the door would be closed. It's open. Like mm -hmm. yeah. And then when you jump ahead another couple seconds here. She's on the ground, and they don't show her opening the door. Hmm. But go back to the scene where the car rolls. Scene where the car rolls. Oh, yeah, because the door's open when she's driving away. Hits the thing. Oh, yeah. Door pops open. Okay. Okay. You're right. You're right. I'll, I'll <laughs> concede point. Uh, haha, she should be dead. The movie never should have happened. <laughs> and for once, Steven was right on a memory thing. I think that's a first where you've beaten me. It, I actually paid attention. <laughs> Fucking leave it to a zombie movie. <laughs> even pay attention to minor details. Uh, leave it to a horror movie for me to miss a minor detail. Jesus. <laughs> if that doesn't state how this show always fucking goes. The one time it flips, it's because it's one person's strong suit, the other person just not caring as much. Um, throw me fucking... How to Train Your Dragon, <laughs> and I asses over here. They were spotted. <laughs> no, they're still just. Like... There's a fucking holiday special. You can see them. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> Fucker. <laughs> yes, I am. Um. <laughs> All right. Uh, I don't know if there's um anything else non-spoilery, comparison either. They want to talk about. Um, oh, there's occasionally they had some peaking microphone problems where it's like someone was falling over while they were yelling and yeah, their lavalier mic got too close to them, but they didn't redo it later. Yeah, there's weird ADR moments in, in the sense that like sometimes they don't ADR when they should have. And then mm -hmm. there's times where they ADR and it's like, dude, mm -hmm. that doesn't sound anything like without room <laughs> like two seconds ago. Mm -hmm. What? 
early 2000s were a weird time. They were. Especially my favorite part of this movie, the Zambaby. <laughs> I loved your reaction to the Snapchat I sent you. <laughs> what, you could see that what my face was probably underneath the mask? Yeah, I could see it. <laughs> uh, especially, that's part of the reason why I called today Zambay. Zambies, Zambies, Zambabies. <laughs> that was interesting, and I'm both... Thankful that no one has done something similar to that since. Um, no, I mean, there's one movie where I where you see zombie babies, but um, I'm kind of thankful that we don't get to see like birthing sequences like that again, because that was yeah, just that gratuitous. Wasn't <laughs> that wasn't lovely. I didn't enjoy that. <laughs> yeah. Um, last thing I enjoyed the fat lady. She was cool. It's cool to me. Just a random moment. Yeah. <laughs> um, once again, in this movie, there was a guy named Steve who was an asshole. It fits. God damn it. <laughs> Which is weird to see Ty Burley play the asshole. What do you mean? It worked perfectly. <laughs> yeah, but he's always such like a, like, characters he tends to play are more goofy mm-hmm. from what I have always seen with him. So, like, this movie has always stood out in my mind because of him. Because anytime I see him in anything else, at least that I've seen him in, he's uh, to memory, at least. Because mm-hmm. uh, I've seen Black Hawk Down, but I don't remember him being in it. Um, but there are certain things like, A, I mean, Incredible Hulk, he plays Leonard, Leonard who is supposed to get, become the dude who has like the green hair and is part of the Hulk family. Okay. Um, anyways, I digress. <laughs> um, but he's also in Modern Family um, and other stuff. And he's just, he always plays kind of a more uh, like, luckier character you know what i mean i hear you um but i mean this one always stands out because he's just an asshole well this is the fifth movie he was ever in so this could have been early on actually this was just the fifth thing he was ever in because uh he was this is only the third movie he's ever been in at the time he wasn't typecast yet as the kind of good guy (laughs) Ugh, sorry, yawn. No worries. Um, uh, but yeah. I'll give you your popcorn. All right, popcorns. Uh, this movie, just because it's a nice, solid favorite of mine. I know there's a lot of flaws with it, though. So I'm just going to give it a nice, humble eight and a half. Jesus <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Christ. I'm kidding. I'm genuinely kidding. It's going to be a seven and a half. <laughs> I was gonna type it in, but no, I was like, I was genuinely joking. Hell, <laughs> you bitch at me. Yeah, one of the highest ratings he would have given this year. <laughs> I've given some nines and a nine and a half. Thank you. To Lord of the Rings <laughs> and Dunkirk or and nineteen seventeen. Your only other high ratings other than those that have breached the 8. So you had 1917 added 9.5. Um, you have, keep scrolling, Lord of the Rings, Fellowship at 9.5, Two Towers at 9, Return at 9. Um, Indiana Jones Raiders at 8. Um, Blade Runner at 8.5. Holes at 8. 
Honey Boy at eight. And there's a long stretch of nothing. <laughs> I'm still scrolling, don't worry. 8.5 for Big Hero 6. Um, yeah, it gave some higher ratings. <laughs> rarely. Steven, how many movies have we reviewed this year? A lot. But you know, at the end of this year, we'll probably have a heavy hitter. <laughs> I don't know. I really don't. Uh, um, I, and I, then we had the two weeks of cancellation. You, get, you did give I Am Mother an eight. I enjoyed that one. I know. Dark Knight, uh, 8.5, and Rises an 8. Um, Could you imagine me giving this the same rating as Parasite? <laughs> yes, I can, just to piss me off. Uh, I'm giving it a 5.5. I probably would have given it a 6.5, but point off. Yeah. So, but that averaged out to 6.5. Right. Yeah. yeah. Told you you would like this movie better, statistically. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I mean, statistically, yeah, I would have liked, I like this one better, but there's just a campiness to the other one that I kind of adore, mm -hmm. I guess, is the best way to put it. That kind of, there's a campiness like a, like the fucking, like, older Fast and Furious movies. Campiness, you know what I mean? Yeah, I hear you. Um, so, we haven't done it in a while, let's do... Fun parent contrast. Ooh, it's just gonna be the one graphic for 2004, yeah, or for the spoilers for 2009. <laughs> just copy the text. I'm doing time. <laughs> Lucky, it's just a copy and paste. Nope, I'm gonna do it the hard way. You're just you're creating another. Nope, I copied it. Oh, I mean, I oh. added the old version in just on a new thing. Oh. <laughs> um, so, comparing the two, yes, the new one's better. But I don't know if it's better, better, or if it's just like, ah, it's better. <laughs> For me, it's soundly better. Like, it's more cohesive of a story. It has uh, uh, more entertaining bits to it, to me at least. And I don't. I personally don't really like the campiness. I thought the camp, the campiness really took me out of the nineteen seventy eight movie. Because like when I think of zombies, I think of them as this inevitable, unstoppable killing machine. Where like, sure you can hold them off, but they'll get you eventually. Like it's almost guaranteed that they'll, a zombie will kill you eventually in most of uh, these. That are the people. Yeah, in most of these movies. Um. Especially because in this movie, they're like, so like, they don't give a crap about the zombies in the 1978 version for most of the time. Like, they'll run around them, they'll play tricks with them, they'll literally pie them and seltzer them in the face. But then five minutes later, they're all being devoured by zombies. Because it's like, oh, we're zombies! Ha <laughs> ha! You thought you could get the best of us. So it's just it's like very mixed messages. That's fair. Mm -hmm. I don't know, it's just, like, comparing the two, I would say that, like, this one's definitely better, but the, like, I guess, I guess my problem is they're both not what I would personally consider good. I hear ya. 
I guess, is the the long and short of it. Mm -hmm. Um, Because, like, I would consider... They're just more amazing... There are more zombie movies I'd rather watch than this. So, I don't know. It's just kind of... Eh, to me. Both of them are kind of eh to me. So... Like in the grand scheme, so I'd rather just uh, I'd ra- there are other movies I'd rather watch. Oh yeah, so. yeah. Sure, yeah. Hell, there's other Zack Snyder films I would rather watch. You mean like the Snyder Cut? <laughs> I can't wait. Genuinely, I can't wait to watch that fucking movie. I hope it actually makes the movie good, and then completely reignites the original series again. So then they're like, do we want to well, reset the universe with the Flashpoint things. paradox? <laughs> we'll talk about in uh snooze. snooze. We have more to talk about in snooze now. Yay. <laughs> I'll talk about a couple of things that I've talked that I, I found out about, so Okay. Nice. Um and so, yeah, I don't really know what else to compare. Because we kinda did that when we were discussing them genuinely in the middle. When um other yeah. than let's see, things other than um yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Talked about the yeah, last It's kind of weird. I just there there are movies I'd rather I I I enjoy more. So I don't I don't don't really uh. Can you name a zombie movie off the top of your head you would prefer to watch over this one? Shaun of the Dead. Which one? Shaun of the Dead. Shaun of the Dead. Okay. Twenty eight <laughs> weeks later. Huh. Resident Evil. <laughs> Funny because I would much rather watch this over twenty eight weeks later. <laughs> Sorry, I'm hungry too. <laughs> oh, you're good. Yeah, oh, I'd like, rather watch Twenty Weeks Later because I think it's just a more entertaining movie overall. Like, I'd probably watch Twenty Eight Days Later over Dawn of the Dead. That's fair, but but not Twenty Eight Weeks. That one too. <laughs> I'd watch either or before it. Oh, or maybe even I Am Legend. I don't consider that one a zombie movie. Vampire movie. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's a bad book adaptation. It really is. Which we'll work into the next book, book club, maybe. <laughs> book club. Um, I don't know. It's just, it's, if these two movies are just kind of in that weird gray area that they're just movies I'd rather watch. Mm-hmm. I hear you. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I mean, it's, I'm disappointed, but. <laughs> Bitch, you'd rather watch fucking Man of Steel over fucking, like, Captain America. So your, your disappointment. That one's kind of hard to the say. The fact you're debating it just proves my point, you fuck. <laughs> like, hmm, hmm, hmm. I mean, the original Captain America? Hmm. I'm just kidding. I'm fucking with you in that instance. <laughs> I was about to say, I can see the rage boiling. (laughs) Your face is already red. (laughs) All right. I guess there's nothing else really that I want to compare them. Just It's genuinely just the tone that's the difference. Because one actually takes the zombie horror type seriously. While the other one occasionally takes it seriously. 
Yeah. Oh. But yeah. There's that. I guess we're off to the news. Off to the news. Easy. <laughs> So, um, I'll can I? Uh, I'll start with mine real quick, just because I don't have the link, so you have time to set that stuff up. Okay. I um. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Um, a rumor is Michael Keaton is apparently attached to a Batman Beyond series. Okay. So, I'm in. Um, and apparently there's reshoots for uh some more reshoots for uh the Snyder Cut. Okay. Um. And apparently Batflake might sign on to do more stuff afterwards. I, I heard that too. Like, I, I already actually heard rumors that he was going to do more, but I... Well, he's going to do the Flash movie after that. Not 100% sure. Okay. Um, but yeah, I'm down. Um, but there's also talk of having a Batman and Superman movie with Robert Pattinson's Batman. So that would mean you'd need a new Bat uh, Superman for that universe. Which I think is too convoluted. Mm -hmm. They'll just do the rise of Superman, so there'll be multiple Superman. Right. Then you have to do the rise of Batman. That might be too much. <laughs> because there's too many Batman. Because we're going to have... Because, by the way, Michael Keaton's supposed to show up, apparently, in the Flash movie now. Isn't Jared Leto also showing up in the Batman, the Snyder Cut? No. Yes. <laughs> Snyder Cut. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm okay with it. I know not everyone likes Leto's um, Joker, and I mean, I think when we watched it, I think our complaint with his Joker was that we didn't get enough of it, because mm -hmm. we don't really understand his Joker. You can't... My big problem with his Joker is you can't compare his Joker to the other Jokers. Because there's not enough of him on screen. Yeah, there's not enough of him being the Joker, so he, he feels like an afterthought in Suicide Squad. Um, Because he, like... Because the original storyline, so, so I watch, uh, kind of funny, and during their in-review of the DCEU, they talked about, like, Greg Miller went on his big spiel. Yeah. Um, where he did talk about what was supposed to happen with a lot of the, um, DCEU stuff. The, um, Suicide Squad was supposed to tie in to Justice League with Enchantress, like, teaming up with a, um, new god. Um, okay. which would have tied into Steppenwolf, one of the new gods of Apocalypse. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that would have worked better because then you set up Leto's Joker um, to show up in that. Uh, maybe he have him do something where he steals like a mother box or something. <laughs> um, tie it in better. And that means that Batman has to go after him. There's just a lot that could have been done better to set it up. But they freaked out. Warner Brothers freaked out after Batman v Superman. A bit, they yeah. I mean, they, they also didn't do justice to that movie either, so. Well, yeah, I mean, like, the fact that, like, and this is, I'm not trying to completely discredit Zack Snyder, because I do think the extended edition of Batman v Superman is a alright movie. Mm -hmm. Theatrical cut, I hate. I don't like the theatrical cut because it cuts too much that just makes certain things just feel like loose threads. There's so many loose threads through that that don't go anywhere. Um, but there, like, I wanted... So I wanted... I, I, I do like the idea of seeing his vision out. I don't agree with his vision. I don't <laughs> like his Man of Steel. 
Um, but I like Henry Cavill as Superman. I think he's a good choice for Superman. Okay. Um, because like in Justice League, we have moments, and we talked about when we reviewed it, where there are moments where Henry Cavill's Superman feels like Superman. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, this is what we needed. Um, it just sucks that it took death of Superman in BVS for that to happen. So I'm hoping we get more of that. We're going to get black suit Superman as well. Um, we're going to get more with the future timeline stuff and Flash doing the stuff that was a rumor that he was supposed to do in the original cut. There's going to be a lot of stuff that was left on the cutting room floor of the original cut that's going to be in this. Because it's going to be, A, four fucking hours. It's going to be four one-hour parts. And I'm okay with that, because it's essentially a four-episode series. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think is, it works as a way to reset this as being like, hey, this is what's happening. Because it also works that you could replace either or Justice League for your universe and still have certain things play out differently right you can go off of a way that both of those still work in a way while having your shazam your aquaman 2 stuff like that i hear you and i do agree with you oh you're opening up in front of our faces so, i'm interested to see what happens i don't know it's just interesting that is kind of interesting like i i'm not necessarily like oh my goodness i can't wait for the snyder cut and i can't wait for all these things Oh, I can't wait for to find out if it's good or bad. Like, that is genuinely my biggest reason for wanting to see it. I want to see if it's going to be good or it's going to be bad. <laughs> When's this supposed to be out? That's next year, right? I believe so, yeah. I think our biggest question for that one, will, for us as a show, we'll discuss this more off the scenes, but I think it's a good question just to throw out there. How do you review it? As its own... Do you wait? Do you review each part as its own thing? Or would we devote an entire episode to just going over it? Because that's going to be an episode. It's a, it, it would probably end up having to be something like that, honestly. Or else we'd have to do like... Yeah. Or else otherwise we would be doing like 30-minute mini podcasts each week. Like, okay, this is what we thought of this. This is what we thought honestly, of this. I feel like that show's going to be one of our longer ones, too. Almost definitely. Because there's going to be so much for us to talk about. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just, I, it's curious because nothing like this has happened. And honestly, with as awful as COVID is, it's almost weirdly the perfect time for something like that to happen for HBO because it's invested people being like, oh, you know, maybe I'll get HBO Max now. I'm going to, I'm going to watch it for the Snyder cut. Mm-hmm. I'll see what else is on there real quick. And there's a lot of good stuff on there. Um, but like, it's, it's one of those things that I think works out really well for HBO in this because they have the advantage of, Hey, we're going to have the Snyder cut. And there's a lot of idiots who want to see it and nothing like this has happened. No one has had the chance to completely redo the movie that they started left because they were kind of kicked off of, Mm -hmm. um, and then get to come back and f- redo it with more money again invested into it and make it double the fucking length and release it on streaming platforms it's just a very unique in- experience that we're going to have um which is weird that both the superhero movies uh, like superhero franchises of this era ha- are going to create the two craziest experiences that we could have cinematically 
Endgame, and then this. Kind of disappointing. Recently. To me. What the fuck? Like, don't get me wrong. Superhero movies are great. But there's just a lot of superhero movies, man. I want something that's not a superhero movie making, like, major history things. But that's just well, me I mean, being prejudiced. Films like Inception and stuff like that, like Nolan's style and stuff that does that too. Mm -hmm. But like, I don't know if it can be done anymore in the sense of like, where it's gonna be the same size of this. Because like the thing that I'm like the thing I'm talking about is like cinematic once in a lifetime experiences. Like, Empire Strikes Back is a once in a lifetime theater experience. Mm -hmm. That is something I would get a time travel to do. I would love to be in the theater to just be in the audience and experience what that's like for the Vader reveal. Because we will never understand that moment. The closest we will get is Endgame going in there and having the Mjolnir moment. Because <laughs> that was some of the hype as shit. That was pretty damn like, hype. God, I love, like, normally, <laughs> like, you don't want, like, theater loudness. Mm-hmm. But, dude, just this pure energy that that movie gives off. You just, you can't help but cheer with everyone else. I couldn't. I still go back and listen to the, uh, like, YouTube recordings of Endgame. Like, the, mm -hmm. the final moments of Endgame. And just listen to the crowd going, <gasps> And I'm like, yes! Take me back! There is no happy place, only Zool. <laughs> right? I don't know, it's just, I don't know if there's a way to have those kind of theater experiences, if that makes sense, without build-up now. Mm -hmm. um, and the places that have the most build-up now are superhero franchises. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> I mean, other than, like, TV shows, but then the problem is they're not super dramatic and they're not with a bunch of people. And you have uh, the the fact that you lose viewers every season. Mm -hmm. Like, man, All the time. Battle of the Bastards in Game of Thrones uh, was a monumental thing leading up. Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, it's like not many people will talk about that in the future. Well, I think part of that issue with a TV show is that, like, we probably won't talk about Battle of the Bastards as much because of how Game of Thrones ends. <laughs> but we'll talk about, like episodes of Breaking Bad because that show through and through is good. Even it's the, debatably the bad episode, The Fly, is argued as the bad episode. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's argued about as it being a bad episode, which I think is fantastic. The problem with Game of Thrones is that final um, season just throws everything that's been worked on into the, into the dump. Yeah. So, Yeah. I don't know. It's just, it's unique. I, I'm, I'm interested to see what this experience is going to be because we've never had something like it before. Mm -hmm. All, right. All right. Your news. All right. Um, I had two quick things. Um, continuing on the horror train hype. Um, YouTube star Faze Rug is working on a movie called Crimson, and it's going to be a horror film. Uh, and the reason I bring that up is because, you know, YouTube influencers being a part of major productions is kind of, kind of interesting. I yeah. wouldn't say important, because but like because I don't think it's going to be a thing that happens often, honestly. Um, but um, this one particularly, I feel like he's just going to be playing himself in this movie because it says 
the film in which uh, streaming, uh, which starts streaming, I think today actually, um, on invis.tv follows FaZe Rug, who plays himself, it says that here, moving into a multi-billion dollar home, his own home that he buys after his success as an online influencer. And what would typically begin with a YouTube vlog highlighting his new house quickly turns into a horror movie thanks to his neighbors. See, I think it's kind of cool that we're getting more of the crossover, though. Like, you have, like, people like King Bach showing up in a lot more movies now. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've noticed that. But he was a fine star, dude. Like, and now he's showing up in movies. Um, you have, uh, what's her name? Uh, dated David Dobrik. Um, fuck. I can't remember her name now. Yeah, she um, wasn't one, like, that group is not one of the people I followed. No, that's fair, but, like, on, I feel bad doing this. Uh, Liza Koshi. Okay. There we go. Um, but, like, she's crossing over a lot, too. Like, there's a lot of people. It's cool seeing the crossover happen. Um, because, like, a lot of the old guard of cinema and entertainment hate online entertainment. Yes, absolutely. So seeing people break through that ceiling of, oh, you're an online entertained person. You don't count. Hmm. Get out of here. Like, fuck that. They could be genuinely as good as anyone else on that screen. So I think it's cool to break that. Like, it's not necessarily a glass ceiling. It's more of a um, I'd say it's more of a like barrier that has been put up by the old guard. So I think that's awesome to see that they made a, he made an entire movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's yeah, it seems really interesting. The pro I think feel like if it's gonna be vlog style where it's like, yo, bro, it's gonna be all found footage. So I'm expecting like a mixture of paranormal activity and um, oh, what was that movie that we watched or no? We didn't end up watching the movie where Samuel Jackson uh, plays the police officer neighbor who's like trying to murder his new uh, room uh, neighbors. Yeah. Seems like a mixture of that. Maybe mix the purge in there if you want. I guess I don't remember this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I believe it's real. I just don't remember it. Yeah, no worries. Uh, let's see. So moving on, uh, two other things of news. Um, staying on the horror train though. Uh, this is old news. I'm not sure how much of it is still in the works, but um, in February of this year, it, uh, towards the end of February, beginning of March, like, um, it was announced that Zack Snyder was going to be working on another zombie movie called Army of the Dead. Um, it was going to be a Netflix. It's going to be a Netflix exclusive at some point. And a lot of people are speculating that it's a direct sequel to Dawn of the Dead here. Um, it's hard to say, especially with COVID, because this was pre-COVID when this news broke. And especially this was pre-confirmation of Snyder Cut happening. So it's probably something that's been placed on the back burner for now. I had to guess. But I look forward to it because I enjoyed this. Oh, I know, and it's definitely up uh, up there for what you would be into. So mm -hmm. I, I see that being something you want. So, and I'd be, I mean, I'd watch it. So, 
I'd be interested in that. Yeah. So. And then the last bit of news. Have you heard about uh, Borat 2? Yes. Yeah. Are we going to go over the political controversy or just in general that it's definitely uh damn? No. Neither. I mean, okay. I want to watch it because I... I, I, I just want to see it too. Yeah. I, I look in, I'm interested to see what happens because uh, Sasha Baron Cohen and the last Borat movie were very much... Uh, 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 it's it's an acquired taste of comedy to say the least, and yes, there's political comment, uh, controversy happening with it. But the part that I wanted to talk about is that Sasha Baron Cohen actually made a donation to uh, one of the people that worked on the set, uh, Janice Jones's hometown, uh, uh, somewhere in Oklahoma. It's uh, it says here that he donated a hundred thousand dollars to Borat's subsequent movie film, uh, Babysitter Janice Jones. This is community of Oklahoma. At first reported by the people, uh, by People Magazine, the uh, the money will be distributed by the Ebenezer Baptist Church in Oklahoma City at Jones's request to provide shelter and food to community members. See, Sasha Baron is such like a weird entity of being this like genuinely good guy. Who does some just bizarre things? Mm. I I I adore him for that. So like, and that's just another thing I adore him for doing. Yeah, oh, that's cool. That's a good story. I like that being our endpoint. Mm -hmm. I like that. It's... I like that, Stephen. Good job. You're welcome. I found actual nice news. Hell yeah. <laughs> so yeah, there's that. That's our endpoint. Um, do we want to talk about next week? Of course, we want that's to talk about next. Well, week. yeah, we're gonna talk about next month. Book yes. club. Book club. Um, I have the graphic club. up. <laughs> uh, we're gonna perfect. do uh, so going into next week. Our connector of why it's been three zombies in a row. We did Rob Zombie, mm. then zombies, and then book club starting out with World War Z and Fight Club because Brad Pitt movies. But the zombies, the connector. Yeah. Um, <laughs> then on the ninth, this is the week. Birthday, actually, this week is obviously the one where I will give a movie a ten very clearly. I fucking hope you do. I will fucking kill you. We're doing Aragon and the Golden Compass. Um, 16th, we're doing Snowpiercer and Annihilation as like post-apocalyptic style movies. Mm -hmm. um, then the 23rd, we're finishing off because we started the Hunger Games. So we're going to do Hunger Games 3 Part 1 and Part 2. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to do um, Maze Runner 2, 3, and 4. Because we started um, Maze Runner, so we're going to finish it. <laughs> yes. We're, we're closing the book, you could say, uh -huh. a couple of places. Oh. Oh, that way we can never be like, oh, we still have to finish. No, we don't. Yeah, we're going to finish those. <laughs> yeah, we're going to finish those because, I mean, we have enough other things open on the docket. Like, shit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so, yeah, with that, um, that's what we're doing next month. Uh, and I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm a little sad that we're moving out of this month. Because, you know, I like this month. It was great. <laughs> perfect Let's for me. Sing. It was awful for you. It was perfect for me. I couldn't have wanted a better month. I, I didn't give higher than a 7.5 this month. Oh, I gave Parasite an 8. Never mind. Forgot about that. I gave Parasite an 8. But that's like the, the ceiling of this. And then I my low is a 1.5. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> this month was all over the fucking place. It was great. We had horror classics it. and, then, no, and horror remakes. There's some, and... horror, there's some horror movies that I really enjoyed uh, that we watched. So 
again, like I didn't dislike this month. Mm. So I'm still the thing I am now least looking forward to is our conversation that we had about December. That oh oh what we're doing for that yeah you know that yeah how this goes yeah we'll see we'll see but yeah I got nothing else today unless you've got anything else you want to talk about I got nothing else all right so I guess we're done here um so you know hit the likes subscribes ding dings dongs and whatnot fun things and yeah thanks for being here sorry we weren't here on our original day. We'll have that fixed. For... I, I, it was completely. It was it like to explain it was... that real quick. It was completely out of Steven's control. <laughs> Brownout fucking sucked. <laughs> it was like, like we. <laughs> it happened late Sunday night, mm-hmm. right? And so the entire next day was me and him kind of like texting occasionally. Being Whenever like, I could get a signal, <laughs> <laughs> going like, "So, <laughs> any word?" <laughs> nope. <laughs> Sorry, I'm and yelling. So, it helps like, the signal go seven through. Seven o'clock <laughs> that night, like seven, eight o'clock, when he's like, "I got my power back." And then, so the rest of this week was us being like, "Okay, so what day? What day? What mm-hmm. day? What day?" Mm-hmm. Um, and just trying to figure out if we could do another one, like do the makeup this week, because I mean, there was zero way for us to really be able to back up on that one because no, everyone pretty much works on Monday, mm-hmm. so you can't really get everyone to be like, "Hey, watch these movies real quick." Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, and then. <laughs> review them um so that's it's just again <laughs> it's tough to do these shows with uh real life <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. around yeah that was really dumb i hated it yeah it was 7 p.m when the power went out on sunday and then 24 hours later they're like i guess we can give everyone their power back and the weird part is they gave us their power back when the area that they turned the power off for was still having the problems that they turned the power off for they turned it off for high winds, but the winds were still a problem when we got our power back. So I was like, what was the point? <laughs> oh, frustrating. But whatever. Yeah. But yeah. We'll see you next week <laughs> for more hopefully zombies. On time. Yeah. Hopefully on time on Monday at 6 p.m. For, um, you know, World War Z and my club. Red Pit Week. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Don't forget, the first rule of Critically Casual is always talk about Critically Casual. Uh...